Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live archive or if you have downloaded the show on iTunes or from the Stitcher app. Thank you all. Much love to you. Just a quick reminder, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching and training company. On the show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. I am really looking forward to all the great guests we have lined up for you so they can give you and share with you a lot of helpful tips and information. So this show is intended to be thought-provoking and for information purpose. All the guests that come on the show are professional in their field and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show page. And you can also contact me directly if you like by visiting my website at www dot coaching by com. That's at www dot coaching by dot com. And I can provide you with all the information you need. But just quickly before we get the guest on the on the air, I like to set my intention as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire you. I like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really up to you. So all I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? And remember, you know, every day is a new day. Every moment is a gift. Every moment is a new moment. So make the best of every moment. Make the best of every day and celebrate it as a brand new day this year. So let's make it fabulous one. And we're going to take a short break and we'll bring on our guest for today. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Kotria. Thank you so much for joining us. Whether you are listening live or archive, I really appreciate you. So today we are talking spring and spring cleaning. So we know spring is here and the word spring cleaning comes to mind. So, you know, we're going to try to talk about how to let go, how to declutter, how to distress our life and organize our life with our guest, Christy Ayrado. Christy, from the time that she can remember, she's been transforming spaces everywhere she went. It's this natural urge 
that she's always had to make any space clean and neat, clear and less cluttered. When she was a little girl, she remembered going into her friend's room and wanted to play organizing as a game. It was so fun for her, and it still is, years later. Her friends started asking her to come to their homes and help with their kids' toys, clothes, kitchen, and more, and told her she should make a business out of this. So, well, guess what? Christy took her advice seriously and founded her own organizing company in 2003. Before Christy started her company, she was managing a local art gallery and jewelry store for over five years and was able to develop and practice the art of display, a placement, and design. Since then, she has immersed herself in working and living environment that has been conductive to that development. She then went on managing a unique Asian Eastern furniture store for two years. Christie had organized and transformed hundreds of home and offices over the past 10 years. Christie has taken courses in counseling hoarders, from professional hoarding expert Cordy Chalmers and has developed holistic, therapeutic, and helps bring people to a greater level of connection and appreciation for their home, offices, and everything in them. Please help me welcome Christy to our show. Thank you so much for being here, Christy. Thank you, Ria. I really appreciate you having me. Oh, well, it's my pleasure, and uh, um, yeah, I guess I have my, I was listening to my voice, I'm like, hmm, my, ho- my my voice sounds a little horsey today, but Aww. it is spring, even though it's a little chilly, but it is spring, and what it a better is. time, yes, to think about, you know, the, 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 the beauty that comes with the spring, and, and, you know, and take a look at our, to our environment and see what we can do to make it feel you know, uh, um, refreshing and get out of that wintry blues and all that, you know, especially for us out here in the East Coast, right? So we had a really absolutely. bad winter. So. Yeah, absolutely. I was with a client this morning and, you know, we we were in her basement and it was just like we started getting the work done and she was like, oh, right, it's spring. Like, this is what we're supposed to do during spring. You know, we're supposed to go and lighten <laughs> up and bring some space into our home and and some fresh air and, you know, open up the windows, open up the blinds. Like, spring is here. Yes, yes, it's true. You know, it's like even the fact that you can open a window, you know, and get some fresh air and it feels so good, you know, oh, to do that. With, you know, so I really look forward to it to, you know, to get in some warm weather here, but let's talk about, you know, I mean, when I think about spring, and I've done a show before, and I had talked to you about this off the air, you know, I've done this for like the past three years, every time around this time, I do a show about spring cleaning, and, I, mm-hmm. you know, because of my background, I'm almost focused on the, on, on, on really declaring our mind first to, to really just kind of like take a look at our life from that perspective. But, you know, you focus on the environment, but you also, you know, you have harmony with your work and, and, and you use it as a therapy, too, for with your clients. So let's start by just, um, you know, obviously we know why you became passionate um, doing what you're doing. But do you want to tell us a little bit more that we didn't know? Sure. Yeah. You know, my mother really changed my life when I was 16. And she said something that I'll never forget. I was 
I was being like a really bratty kind of 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and my car and it was my first car. I had my first car, right? And I was like it wasn't a new car by any means. It was an old car, but I was a 16-year-old, so coming where I needed to go. And um, I walked into my parents' business, and my car was giving me problems, and I started saying, oh, man, my stupid car, you know, blah, 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 making all these really, you know, not nice remarks about my car. And my mom said to me, you know, Christy, she says, there's no such thing as an inanimate object, and you should really Mm. speak nicely about your car. And it blew my mind open. And I went back to my car and I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I realized in that moment what I was projecting onto my car and that it was really projecting that back onto me. And ever since then, I've been developing this really intimate, intuitive relationship with everything around me. It's been a natural urge I have, like you mentioned in the beginning, to keep every place that I'm in very clear. You mm-hmm. know, you could say, yeah, I'm a Virgo, so I'm very organized. But beyond just being a Virgo, you know, it's Are you it's a Virgo too? Natural oh, my urge. God. I am, I am, yeah. Yeah, no wonder. So I connected then, with you so quickly. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, yeah. So, you know, ever since then, it's been not just about the external objects that are surrounding you, but what energy are they actually holding mm-hmm. to? And that's mm-hmm. a key piece that I think gets missed. A lot of professional mm-hmm. organizers mm-hmm. think that it's all about just the external, right? Oh, let's just create a system for your papers and let's make it work. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. truth is it's not about just making it work on the outside. It's, it's about so making it work on the inside. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, the way you said it, because that's that's something that, you know, I mean, obviously it's missed by many. I mean, everything has energy, every single thing, yes. even the solid object that we look at it. It has energy. When you placed it there, it had energy. When you placed it there, it's how you put yes, it there. Yes, the intention. Right. Exactly. The intention that you place it there with, the energy that you place it. If you have a gift that was given to you by an ex-boyfriend and you kept it on a shelf, but then he really broke your heart, but it's still sitting there on your shelf and you're projecting that, oh man, that sadness, that trauma, whatever it was, that sadness and trauma is being held in the energy field around that. Mm-hmm. So... So clearing, it's, you know, it's not just about like, you know, and that's why I love, I mean, that's obviously the main reason why I asked you to come on the show for this topic because of what you do. You know, um, you're not like anyone else that I know who, like you said, just basically does, does clean, you know, organizing and, 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 and uh, the, uh, doing a different like feng shui or display or whatever. But even the feng shui has a little energy to it. But most, you know, most organizers don't really get deep to the, to the question is, which we're going to talk about it on the show because I know we mentioned it off the air, you know, it's like what is that relationship that you have with that object? Why do you place that right. object there? I mean, so how do, you, how do you assess? Like let's start from the beginning because I think this is what's important here. When, mm-hmm. when you walk in in somebody's place, whether it's their home, their office, you know, any place that someone asks you, it's like, you know what, I just can't operate in this place. I need some kind of harmony. I need something to make this place like my own. What do you do? What is the first thing you ask them? And what are the first thing you do with them? Well, the first thing I would do is, is do a walkthrough of the space. 
um, first and foremost, because I will be able to really tune in to what's happening as soon as I see the space. I can Mm -hmm. talk to somebody over the phone until I'm blue in the face about their space, but until I really see what we're dealing with, um, you know, I can't really offer any guidance. So the first thing is to see the situation. Um, So I go in and I like to look at, even if somebody tells me, oh, I really just need my office and my bedroom, right? I still like to assess every single room in the house because we think they're separate, but they're really not, (laughs) right? Mm. Just like we think things are just, uh, you know, inanimate objects, but they're really not. So everything is interconnected in the home. So I like to look at the entire home so I can really assess where things are at. And then I figure out what the main challenges are and what the main priorities are. So, okay, for example. How do you do that? How do you figure out what the main challenges and stuff? Right. Well, first I see, I mean, it's a level of functionality, I think, is the first most practical thing, is which room has the least amount of function, okay? So if an office is no longer able to be used as an office and it can purely only be used as a storage space now because there's just your desk is full, your chair is full, you know, you Mm -hmm. can't even open your printer if you wanted to, right? As soon as a designated space loses its functionality, it really ranks up on the priority list, and it goes high on the chart of this really needs to be addressed. If your kitchen, for example, is cluttered, your counters are a little messy, your cupboards might be a little bit overflowing, but you can still cook, you can still clean, you know, you can still put out a cutting board and chop your veggies if you need to, that's kind of less on the priority list. It's still functioning. Yes, it needs a little bit of love and attention. It's on the surface only, right? Only on the surface, and that's only temporary, correct? Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's right the now, first like, level of assessment. Right. right. I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, I mean, if you think about kitchen, like, I know for my kitchen, you know, I mean, I'm, well, I'm like you, Virgo, so I, I need everything to be organized and stuff like that, too. For me, it's very important how I feel connected. But at one point, and I know I'm like anybody else who, like, think, you know, like, you got everything on, you know, on the surface clear and in order and then when you realize like I remember like going through my cabinet right and I have these big giant cabinets in my kitchen and going through them and finding stuff that was like two years old that I haven't used in right right that I'm like yes do you follow yeah that's a big thing (laughs) definitely that's a huge thing and that's why I like to do the entire house right so somebody just says oh I just need my office I'm like okay I want to look in your bedroom closet too and I want to look in your kitchen pantry and I want to look in your basement and in that weird room that nobody goes in I want to look in that room too you know because that's the way you can truly assess what's happening on a deeper On a deeper, even subconscious level, too, you know, we're talking about consciousness here. This isn't just, you know, our environment is a reflection of what's happening internally, right? So I've had clients that you would walk into their home, and it is the most pristine, beautiful home you've ever seen in your entire life, right? Huge, gorgeous, beautiful art everywhere. I mean, furniture, decorative, it's, it's fantastic but then they have an entire wing of their house that you'll never see that is completely chaos, right? And so there's this, 
and how metaf- how like symbolic is that and how metaphorical is that for how we represent ourselves in our lives there are so many people that on the outside they look like they totally have their stuff together but on the inside they're really struggling right and that's they're that's struggling. where i'm talking yeah that's exactly you know i mean that's obviously my um <laughs> my side of the equation here when mm-hmm. i try to assess people you know what's going on with them on a deeper level because there's a reason for everything you know there's there's right. a, the, Whatever it is that you're doing, there's a reason behind why you're doing it. So that including, you know, obviously your professional work, which is, you know, um, handling uh, your, you know, um, that aspect with it. But I was, you know, the my actual question clutter, was, right? Right. So, like, do you do you get to know like your clients a little bit? You know, their, you know, their habitual things. Like, what makes them happy? What doesn't make them happy? How would they feel? I mean, is that part of the assessment that you do? It's a huge part of the assessment oh, that I great. do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do my work without it. Okay. I have to know. I, I, I get to know their schedules when they wake up, when they go to sleep, their work schedules, their eating schedules. Um, I begin to learn about their childhood, about their relationships with different people in their life, because every single one of those things affects their home space. Every single one of them. So I learn more about people than they've probably shared with anybody else, maybe except for their therapist or life coach, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm in people's underwear drawers sometimes. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I know. You're <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting into the nitty-gritty because yeah. what it comes down to is when it comes to these really deep intimate, close, personal things, like how we dress ourselves and how we feed ourselves. Those are some of the most intimate relationships we have with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And when I'm addressing things of that nature, it requires that they trust me and that they feel safe with me. In order for them to feel safe with me, I have to know them and they have to know me. So that's it's really where it starts is with the walkthrough. I open up pantries. I'm opening up cupboards and drawers and closets and that really scary door where you're like, oh, I really hope she doesn't open that one. I'm probably going to open that one. <laughs> right. You know? But, I mean, you, you mentioned the first – yes. I mean, you know, obviously this is, the key thing here is the trust in relationships that they can trust you. I am really looking forward to all the great tips that you're going to share here on the show too today so people can, you know, take notes. And, and uh, you know, so just want to remind our listener, you're listening to your Life Now radio show. And if you'd like to chat with me or my guest, Christy, you can dial in 626-213-5773. And also Skype callers are welcome. There should be an icon next to the phone number. You can dial in Skype to Skype for free call there. I also opened the chat room, so you need to sign in to um, to go into the chat room, and you can put your question or comments there. So we talked, you know, again, we talked about spring cleaning. We're talking about organizing, declaring, distressing your life because, I mean, you know, and, and here we're not trying to judge anybody. I mean, I, I really want to make sure that people understand there is no judgment on this show. This is really, it's all about you taking a look. I mean, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of my show. It's really my intention is to inspire people to make some positive changes in their life. And so look at this as something positive that you can take out of the show today because Christy is going to share a lot of professional tips with you, hopefully, that they can, you know, be helpful in your life. You can contact her if you, you know, within her area uh, um, that you can, you know, reach out to her directly and, and have her help you as well directly. But the bottom line is, you know, take the judgment out, 
Okay, take the, the attachment of whatever it is that you think in your mind that you need to hold on to or the control of your thoughts that you need to hold on to that you will, you know, will, uh, will not allow you to, to take in this information. So just let go, take a few deep breaths and, and, and let go and just kind of like, you know what, I'm just here to observe. Observe what's, you know, what's going on here and see how I can relate to some of these things in my life. So, you know, no judgment, <laughs> no pointing the finger here. Trust me, we've all been in that place, you know. Um, some of us have, you know, we take it seriously, and some of us we just say, you know what, it's not important. But the reason, and that's why I think Chris is going to get into that, the reason, you know, you could be living in clutter and, and, and your, your life is disorganized is just because something is going on in your life that you really need to also deal with, Okay. But in order for you to start, I always say empty your cup. In order for you to start welcoming something new or something positive in your life, you need to start letting go. And that's what Christy is talking about, you know. So when we start letting go, so tell me some of the things, Christy, that people feel attached to and why they attach to. What's some of the things that you notice when you work with clients? You know, I would say there's really no blanket answer for this, Um I have seen people be attached to the entire spectrum, incredibly valuable heirloom, family heirloom precious items, and I've okay. seen people be completely attached to garbage, literally mm-hmm. garbage. Um, so the spectrum of what it is that people can get attached to is wide, but I would say the spectrum of why people get attached is more of you know, a a, a sort of um, key point to address, you know. I am able to help, whether it's garbage or a family valuable heirloom possession, whatever it is, it's about addressing why, right? And so what I really try to do is tell people ask questions. Ask yourself questions. Mm -hmm. And not just why do you want to keep it because I want to keep it, right, but specifically when I see it, does it make me feel good? Does it lift my spirits? When you look at that, how does it make you feel, right? Um, is it a pra- can I use it practically today? Like, is it something that I have practical use for in my life, right? Um, am I keeping it out of a sense of obligation, or am I keeping it because I really, truly have a deep, um, desire for that in my life, and it really does make me feel good, and it meets like different levels of criteria, you know. Right. So whether it's a piece of garbage or it's a, a valuable family heirloom, and everywhere in between, which is what I see, um, there are these questions that we can ask ourselves, um, and, and 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 sincerely ask, you know, because there's surface level. Oh. I, it was given to me as a gift, so I should keep it, right? Well, then is that keeping it out of obligation or is that keeping it because you really, truly love it? Um, and, oh, well, it was something my mom gave me. Okay, well, how many things has your mom given you over the years, right? Maybe if we collectively put all the things together that your mother has given you over the past, let's say, 20 years, out of, let's say, 20 of them, which five could you not live without? And then they'll take the five. And then the other 15, it's like, okay, you know, sometimes it's quality over quantity. But in our mind and our society, in this, like, sort of consumer-driven society, it's the other way around. It's quantity over quality. We're talking about 
like huge, you know, you go to Sam's Club and you buy a big bulk of something, but what's the quality of the product you're buying compared to going to a health food store and buying a smaller quantity and it's maybe recycled or organic or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's really And how does it serve in your life, right? I mean, that's and important how does it too. serve you? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. How does this lift you? Does it lift your spirits? What does it make you feel like when it's in your home? Are you practically being able to use it? Um you know, when was the last time you ever remembered about it? So that's the last thing. I, you know, the next thing I go through that a lot with people is, you know, we're going through this random box that was in their closet, and it's been there since they last moved 10 years ago, and, then, and it hasn't been opened since, right? Mm-hmm. And then they find this thing, and they're like, I can't live without this. Well, the reality is you have been living without it right, <laughs> for mm-hmm. so long because it's been away in this box of this closet and you've been able to function really successfully in life without it. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of really just kind of perspective, like reality checking things and these objects and saying what is the true meaning of this in my life. So we're going to take a short break, but before the break I wanted to say, so is there such a thing as like a, a rule, you know, that we should follow? On, on like how, you know, how long you should keep something if you haven't used it or, or not really, it's very individual or customized? Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of rules. Yeah, me <laughs> um, neither. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you know, that's, why I, that's why I don't yeah. really follow feng shui. I think there are some principles of feng shui that are fantastic, but yeah, it's very, it follows a lot of rules, which I don't really like. Right. Um, you know, I think a sort of blanket rule for me would be a year. If you haven't touched it and you haven't used it in a solid year, that means you've gone through all four seasons, all the holidays, all the birthdays, all the anniversaries, all the, you know, events. For one solid year, if you haven't honestly touched, looked at, used, made any sort of practical use out of something, it's time to let it go. Okay. Well, we're going to take a short break. I think that's great. And when we come back, what we're going to do, we're going to pick up on where we should start. Okay? There's always a starting point, the first step that we should be taking. (laughs) Okay. So let's take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue our discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. by David Jean Baptiste, the author of How to Be Happy. In this short yet powerful book, David shares very simple techniques on how to relax your mind and body to achieve happiness in your life. He shows you how to see your intention 
and how to connect your mind and body to achieve a deep sense of fulfillment from within. So make sure you check out David's book at www.thewellnessclarinet.com. That's again www.thewellnessclarinet.com. Welcome back, my friends. You're listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us. We, it's always, you know, I'm always delighted to be live here with you on the air. And today we're talking about spring and spring cleaning, declaring, deorganizing, I mean, organizing our life, de-stressing the life that we live, and, and just so we can live, you know, harmonious life and, and be content with our environment and, and make it, you know, our own space and our own. And with me today, my guest, Christy, the founder of uh, White Light Organizing. So uh, thanks again for being here, Christy. Thank you, Ria, for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. So before the show, we we're talking, I mean, before the break, we we're talking um, about certain things, you know, uh, that you have noticed when you do the assessment with your clients. And I mentioned when we come back from the show, I wanted to start with the first thing that we should really start doing as tips. So now it's time for anybody who's listening, um, whether you are live or archive listener, um, make sure you take some notes. So uh, what is the first tip for people to start really, you know, evaluating their home, their office, whatever it is, and, and so they can start taking action to change? The first tip I would suggest for people to start taking action would be um, assessing which space in their home has lost its functionality. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, really assessing where the priority in the space is. Mm-hmm. So if a bathroom can no longer be used for a bathroom, if a living room can no longer be used as a living room, etc. Um, that would be absolute step one is assessing it. Um, the next step is once you have this space and you're looking at, your, at this room and you're like, OMG, where do I start, right? <laughs> right. Overwhelming. <laughs> so overwhelming. It's the, it's the first, it's like probably one of the most common things I hear from my clients is I don't know where to start. And I was just in a client's home this morning. Um, she was a new client that I was doing organizing work for and she started out by saying, it's really just all about my living room, right? Like I have, she closed her office down, she moved her office into her living room, and now her living room has become this overwhelming pile of boxes from her office that she worked in for 20 years. And I said, okay, all right, so I see that this is a really major issue in your living room. Let me see the rest of your space. Mm-hmm. So we went down into the basement, and I realized that that was the major priority. The living room was still able to function as the living room, but the basement was locking, was completely locked. You could barely walk through it, right? And so in her mind, top priority is living room because all of a sudden her living space has shifted and it's causing a problem for her. But in order to be able to move any of that stuff that's in her living room, we have to unlock all the storage potential in her basement, right? Right. So you have to, like, kind of put these pieces together. Yeah, you have to, like, that's where people think, oh, it's just my living room. Oh, it's just my office. It's really never that easy, right? So 
she thought we were going to totally work in her living room today, and we ended up spending all the time in the basement. And with that, we're able to unlock and move space so that she actually has some space and something to do with that stuff in the living room rather than just, I mean, of course we need to consolidate, right? Of course we need to let go, simplify, consolidate. But also we need to create space for what it is that we're going to keep. And I kind of have this other blanket rule, which is a big one that, that, that everybody listening can write down is if you're going to decide, to decide to keep something, you have to have a place to put it. Oh, that's wonderful. I love this. <laughs> you better have a place for it if you want to keep it. Right. Right. So it can't just be, I really love this, I got to keep it, right? Okay, if you really love it and you got to keep it, where are you going to put it, right? And if you truly have a home for it that feels aligned, that feels practical, that feels like it's going to serve you, and we both agree, (laughs) then, you know, then let's do it. Let's keep it. Like, I'm not trying to let I'm not trying to make people get rid of everything they own. I have a lot of beautiful things in my life, and I really appreciate them all. And each Mm -hmm. one has a specific purpose in my life. And I address every single object that I own in that way. So so that would be a really big thing, is is not keeping it and saying, oh, it's just going to go in the back of my closet. Well, then how is it serving you, and why are you really keeping it, right? Um, So... There's so well, many you know, directions. Just out of that thought, yeah, I'm not thought, Christy, while you're getting your thought together too, because I know I asked you too many things. But one of the things like when when you said about like, you know, if you can find a place for that item that you really think, you know, deep in your heart you really need it in your life for whatever reason that you can justify that for your purpose, you know, if that place is not serving your purpose, then again, that item is not, you know, really still not serving you either. And the other things that I, I, from what you're talking about, that kind of like I'm taking notes as we're talking, is um, when, you know, I mean, but you clarified it in a sense, it's really not just that. I was thinking about like, you know, the most important place that you spend the majority of the time your majority of time in should be probably your priority, right? That to take care and make sure that it's, it's comfortable, it's, it's, it's declutter, it's, it's clean, it's clear, you know, you can walk through it safely, there is no problem, you know, everything feels so nice and serene when you're sitting up, like let's say family room or some people's their kitchen is, is their space. You know, sometimes my office, I mean, I, if my office <laughs> is not clear and I cannot work, I cannot function, I literally cannot right. function. So I have right. to, like, know exactly why that piece of paper is sitting on my desk right now while I'm talking to you. Um, yes. and, and what's the purpose of having it? Because we're doing the interview, right? So we're doing the, the, the show. So, But otherwise, anything else has to have a reason for it. But So th- that was one of the things that came to my mind when you were talking. I mean, would it be one of the priority is the, the place that you spend the majority of time of your day, of your waking day, is your priority? Would that be one of the... Um, yes. I don't find that to be always true, no. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't find that and, to be true because there are some places in the home that, you know, some of the few feng shui principles that I do sort of align with is that your home does represent different areas of your life, right? Right. And so your dining room exam for example in certain people's homes could be an entirely 
um, representative room of you for money, say, for example, right, or career. Um, And so you might not spend a lot of time in that room, so you think, oh, I can let that room get cluttered. But, again, I'm going to go back and, and repeat myself and say it's all interconnected. So it's not just my bedroom has to be clear because that's the room I wake up in and I go to sleep in each morning. But it's really, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to say that any room is more priority over another. I think every but space in the house somewhere, is though. sacred. I mean, you said you do the assessment first, okay? So you assess, you know, what's going on. So that's important, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot make a list without the assessment first. But then when you start right. assessing, you've got to make your priority list, right? I mean, that's going to Yeah, okay. and normally my priority list is based on which room has lost its functionality. Okay, all right, that's the key. So which room has lost its, okay, okay. Right, so not necessarily this is the room that I spend most of my time that's in, me. and therefore I need it to be clear. Like, for example, the client this morning, she's like, I spend most of my time in my living room, I need my living room clear. But we spent all the time in the basement today because in order to get the living room clear, we have to unlock space in the basement. Right. So it's really a matter of functionality and practicality, and eventually we get to the space that you're most living in, but it's usually the other spaces that need to unlock a little bit in order for your most lived-in space to have the flow and the, you know, the clarity that it needs. So what you're saying is basically, I mean, you know, and that's why I'm trying to get people also to really kind of follow through with us. So, okay, to figure out which which room is actually lost its um its functionality, you know, you you gotta walk yourself through the path of what your day looks like. I mean, that's how I look at it, right? So you get up in the morning. What's the first thing you see, and why is it there? And then you move on to the next room. Where's the next room that you go to? Maybe your bathroom, right? To wash up, mm-hmm. clean up, take a shower, do this, whatever. Is that functional? And then as you go, I mean, would that make sense to do it that way? I mean, like, how do you Yeah, that's a good way to do it, too. That's a really great way to do it, too. I mean, as somebody coming into a new home, I do it like, okay, because I'm walking in their front door, um, it's more like, okay, I view it from when they get home from work. Right? right, because that's a really crucial time for people too. When they walk in their home after a long day of work, how does it feel when they walk in the door? Right. So you know, so okay, so here's where you drop your purse. Here's where you drop your suitcase. Here's where you you know um, hang your coats if you have a coat area, and then how's your flow for your tasks? You know, in that way, because I'm not starting in someone's better bedroom. I'm starting in someone's front door. Right. So for me, it works that way, and then I'm able to sort of just intuitively put it all together, and I see how their flow is and where their flow is blocked. Because you see, and then at the the end of the assessment, sorry. No, I said because you're viewing it from the outside. So when you into in something, I mean that that's see this is the you know I mean obviously you know I love for every single person who's listening to the show to be able to utilize you and I hope they do seek help you know whether oh, from you or you. someone else if they need to. But see the 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 thing that I'm trying to to emphasize on here sometimes when we in something it's hard for us to see it as clear as someone else walking from the outside and look at it from the outside and that's what Absolutely. you as a professional right so you Absolutely. you can assess the place because you walking right into it if you living Definitely. in it 
you know, I mean, obviously you have a practice that you do. So even in your own environment, you know what to do because you've already been practicing this yourself, right? Mm-hmm. right? But for someone, I mean, and that's why I'm trying to share here um, the tips here, because when we are in something, it's hard for us to view it clearly. And I always say try to step out, step out and view it as an outsider. What is it that you see and how do you see it? I mean, some people are visual. Some people are more like, you know, um, they can sense things. They can feel things. They can, you know, emotions are, you know, also a great indication of what's going on in your life. So, you know, if you're sitting in a room and you're not feeling great and all of a sudden you're like you're getting, you know, a little tense or whatever – you know something else is going on. So for those people who are so deep in their issues, what do you tell them? Like how do they how do they can like look at this differently? That's that's what I'm yeah. trying to say if that's a clear question. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, the way they can they can view it differently, I think, is realizing that there is possibility for change. Um, one of the big things that I see happen with a lot of my clients is that they end up in a lot of shame and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And the thing about shame and embarrassment is it's like a straitjacket. It mm-hmm. um, there's this there's this amazing researcher. Her name is Brene Brown. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she has a lot of TED Talks, and she's been on Oprah. Right. She's, she's a phenomenal person. She has a quote, and it says, shame corrodes the very part of us that believes we are capable of change. So, and as soon as shame is shared with somebody who's understanding and who's empathetic and who mm-hmm. is non-judgmental then shame can't live in that environment anymore. And so I sit down with the person after the assessment, after I've looked at every single piece in their home, I sit down with them and I say, it's totally okay, everything's going to be okay, and change is totally possible. Yeah. And that is the first step, is believing that change is possible. And I'm sure you see this in your line mm-hmm. of work also. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, you know, it's really a key piece here is understanding that it's possible to live another way and that they have to, and how courageous they are, right, to show up and right. say, hey, I need help. Yes. And it's embarrassing, yes. but Absolutely. they show up for it and they say, this is, this is it. This is my ugly, dark thing I never wanted you to see, but here it is. And guess what happens when you expose it? <laughs> it becomes so much lighter, right? Hence white light organizing, right? So yeah. let, their, let, it sh- let some light shine onto it, and it becomes oh. so much less heavy. And as soon as that happens, things move so quickly. I spent just an hour and a half at a client's house this morning, and I transformed half of like a huge basement, Wow. Right? In an hour and a half. And it was because she was like, okay, Christy, I'm going to let you see my basement. And it, it's really hard for me, but I'm going to let you see it. And she let me sigh, and I said, I said, here's where we need to start. And I said, do I have your permission to start? And she said, yes. And I started. And once I start, it's like hard to stop me, right? And so together, <laughs> we were just like, we started going for it. And she was like, oh, my God, I feel it moving. And she really felt it yeah. moving, and it was so powerful. So the first step is always the hardest step, but it's always the most productive. So yeah. um, really allowing vulnerability to um, – Brene Brown has this other amazing quote. It says, um, vulnerability is the birthplace of change. 
right? Yeah. As soon as we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, then we can change. And so as soon as I kind of break past that trust barrier with people and they say, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, okay, I trust you, and then the objects move themselves. They organize themselves, actually. <laughs> they, yeah. they speak. They're speaking to us. And so they really tell us, okay, this is what needs to happen. Here's where we need to go. You know what I mean? It really happens so effortlessly. The hardest part is that first step and that big push and getting it moving. So true. So true. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I think, it, you know, getting them involved in it so they can feel like, you know, they, they, they be in part of, you know, their solution um, and, and seeing it, you know, I mean, because obviously what you're doing, you know, when you work with them as well is, is really getting them into that place out of their comfort zone to see it the way you view it yourself, right? So, Definitely. but you know, they have to have their own energy in it, their own emotion. I mean, I always say, you know, um, a lot of things that we do, and, you know, I speak for myself. I speak, you know, a lot of time I don't really, you know, I mean, if I, if I can relate to some of these things, I have no place to talk about it. And I'm sure we can all relate to some of these things. Like, I, I know, like, you know, some of us, we do, like, emotional shopping, right? So, like, we shop. I used to do that. Like, if mm-hmm. I wanted to feel good about myself for whatever reason, you know, yeah, this was years ago, right? I would just go buy things and just hang it in my closet. And I remember every year when I do go through my closet and I'm, I'm still, you know, one of those people who like to organize things and make sure, like, you know, everything is in place, I realized how many items it still had its tag on it. And I used to oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, I used to just think, like, mm-hmm. what the heck was I thinking? But the thing is, you know, that emotional attachment, it's what we need to also address. And I think I'm sure you do that with your clients. Is like you need to let go. Oh, hugely. And, you know, I don't tell people they need to let go. I don't say it like that, but, you know. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, but I really try to get people to say, okay, you know, I try some, maybe some more subtle hints where I'll say, okay, say we're going through somebody's closet and that happens, right? I see it all the time, tons of clothes with tags on it. I see it all the time. So what I'll do is, I'll make a separate pile for it, and I'll say, okay, everything that still has its tags on it, let's put it over here. And when we watch it grow, I say, okay, let's sit down with this pile, and we sit down with them. We literally sit down with piles of objects, and we will have a full conversation over this pile of objects, whatever it is, right? Why did you buy these things? What was going on when you bought them? Mm. You know, are they still serving you? How do they make you feel? Have you tried them on? And then I go through my long list of questions, right? And we really assess the deeper habit and the pattern that caused these things to be purchased in the first place. Right. I see it. I see it very frequently. So it's it's common. And, you know, like I said earlier in the show, too, is, you know, we're living in this consumer driven society where it's about quantity over quality. You know, I have a small closet. My fiance has more clothes than I do. And, um, but every single piece of clothing I wear, I, I have, I love, and I wear it all the time, you know, until I'm done with it and I let it go and I get something new. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. And so this is this is how I operate. I operate on a quality a qualitative sense of life rather than a quantitative sense of life. Beautiful. Where 
it's very different in this society. It's all about bigger, more, better, bigger, faster, you know, like all this more, 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 rather than what is the quality of this? Well, because, I mean, I mean, let's face it. And, you know, I mean, we, we veering off the subject here, but it's all like interconnected and it's all related to each other. I mean, we are a consumer driven society. We all about like, you know, let's see, you know, can we, can we match, you know, uh, uh, next door Joe or next door, you know, or can we beat this one or can I be like this person or can I, I think, you know, the key here is like, you know, you need to be yourself. You need to be happy yourself. And you have to I realize that also you are worthy of living a life that is, is harmony, harmonious and, and happy. I mean, it's, it's uh, sometimes we don't see ourselves being worthy of it. And I mean, I have a friend, Absolutely. I remember going to her place and I've helped her so many, but she's in a different state now. And I have to tell you, it, it breaks my heart. And it was all related to her emotion. It was going on with herself because she didn't feel good about herself. Her place, right. you can't find a place to sit down. Right. You know, and, and finally she found a, a person, you know, like herself. She willing, was finally willing to get, you know, help from the outside. And, and they worked on that place, so they got it done. And during that okay. time, she changed. I mean, how she feels about herself has changed. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all connected. But when we it's stop thinking about, like you said, you know, it's like, can I have more, more, more? You got to empty that cup. You got to let go. You got to let go. <laughs> Absolutely. A really common thing, a really common thing that I hear from a lot of within the kind of professional organizer community is that once people start letting go of stuff, is they experience weight loss, like physical mm. weight loss. They shed pounds off of their body also because it's so interconnected. And once you have a better, once you have cleared all the stuff off your kitchen, guess what? You're going to eat better, mm. right? And like all mm. these things are totally interconnected. You let go of the external, you let go of the internal. It's really powerful, and they really aren't separate. And I understand that there's this like, you know, everybody's like, you're an organizer. Tell me your tips for paperwork. Okay, I can do that, and I, I can totally meet you there, and I can give you a 1,000 tips on how to organize your paperwork. Um, but there's a whole other component to it that is really, I really want to bring to the conversation about organizing, you know, and it's the consciousness behind it, not just this, the external environment. So it, it feels like it's kind of beating off the subject, but it really it's all connected. Related. It really is. Yeah, it's all connected. Well, we're gonna yeah. take another short break. Go get some water if you need to. Oh, <laughs> I thank know we you. Asked I will. Kind of question, <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna discuss a little bit more. A few tips. I know the time flying by so quickly, um, and uh, address uh, um, a little bit more of the issues. And hopefully, you know, you'll be able to share some more tips and tell people how they can connect with you as well. So we'll stay Definitely, soon. I will. Thank okay. You. Thanks. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Okay, my friends, I'd like to play this uh, short ad um, for an organization that is dear to my heart that I am a board member on, tolovethechildren.org. Um, to Love the Children's mission is really to empower girls through education. And our, you know, we envision a world in which men empower girls. Lifelong learning, uh, preventative health, gender justice, gender equality, human right culture, and all this, you know, um, to really, you know, give these girls the opportunity, especially in a developing country, to, to reach, you know, um, that basic human right. So stay tuned. Dr. David Kenneth Waldman founded To Love Children. When I met Dr. 
David Kenneth Waldman in my office uh, when I was the minister in charge of gender and he came to sell me this idea, his vision of, of uh, the girl-child education. I embraced it because I thought this is the way we would be able to empower our young girls. Please go to tolovechildren.org and donate. Thank you for helping me to take my passion and turn it into action. We can all take part. Yes, we can all take part. And uh, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking spring cleaning. We're talking spring. The beautiful, you know, season where all the the new life flowers and all stuff comes to life and then therefore you know we start looking at our life and we want it to flourish and make it feel good and feel good on the inside on the outside and my guest christy the founder of white light organizing she is here to teach us a few things hopefully that you've learned a few things before the break about you know how to you know start assessing your your um your space that you wanted to organize, and thank you again for being here, Christy. I saw you going on and off. I want to know what happened here. Oh, sorry back. about thank that. You. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I definitely, um, I had some thoughts over the break, and um, I definitely have some tips that I think will be really great for your listeners to hear about. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about kind of the behind the scenes or under the surface of the organizing, but um, on the surface, there are a lot of things that we can do, right? So um, one of the first things I would tell people is um, to think small, right? It's not about I need to dedicate an entire weekend overhauling my living room, right? Because that's really overwhelming. But think small. Little, like little moments here and there. I mean, you're talking 15 seconds to put something away, 10 minutes on a Tuesday night. Um, little bits of organizing here and there will help lessen the, the, the feeling of the overwhelm, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's not about needing to tackle this huge project all at once, but it's what little acts can I do throughout every single day that will help me at the end of the night or at the end of the week feel better about the situation of my home, right? When you're done with something, put it away, you know? Um, we think, oh, we're late, we're late, but the, but the reality is you're talking 15 to 30 seconds to put something away. I mean, we're talking seconds, right? And the difference between coming home to having a clear counter to coming home to having a full counter is really it's really dramatic, actually, and mm-hmm. we don't maybe let ourselves feel that, but it's those little, little acts that I would highly encourage people. Five minutes here, one minute there, ten minutes there, to just start little things that you're like, this has been bugging me, I'm going to put it away, right? Or I know this needs to, I know I need to just donate this, drop it off at the church on your way to work, right? So these little acts of church or thrift store, wherever you're going to donate it to. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, gonna I'm sorry, Christine, but, Christy, but I just wanted to, to mention, do you ask them to write it down? Because would that help? Because, I'm, uh, you know, I, I think it would be a good idea, right? I'll write down the tips? Yeah, like, oh, no, 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 I'm just saying about, like, you know, when, they, when they're taking these time to just say, you know, I need to get rid of this, I need to get rid of that, they should write it down, not just keep it in their head, right? 
I mean, I think lists are fantastic. I write myself. My fiance has gotten me in the habit of writing lists. And I, so I write down things a lot because my memory can kind of not be that great all the time. So I think writing things down are a really great way. And then when you cross something off the list, you're like, yeah, I got that feel done. Good. Right. Yeah, you really feel good for sure. Mm-hmm. So please continue. I'm so, sorry. I just wanted to mention that because I'm a, I'm a big fan of writing things down. I journal. Yeah, and I no, that's a really journaling. great Right. Yeah, that's a really great idea. You can have a list that's dedicated just to organizing and say, you know, my next tip is about just kind of being regular, you know, so like maybe doing something, creating some sort of schedule every Tuesday, you know, maybe you have Tuesdays off, right? So every Tuesday at 4 o'clock, I'm going to spend an hour and I'm going to organize X, Y, Z whatever it is, right? Um, And doing that and actually putting it in your calendar, not scheduling anything else, and dedicating time and consistent, regular time to it. Because, you know, we dedicate time for cleaning, for, you know, oh, I'm going to clean the bathroom Sunday morning, right? But this is is bigger than just cleaning. This is really addressing the possessions that we have. Um, So I think creating some regularity and consistency with a schedule is also really helpful. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, okay. And then, you know, before we go off the air, I mean, I know this, you know, the, the stuff that you shared is, is really great tips. And I encourage people, if you had missed, you know, some of the show, part of the show, to re-listen to it, write some of the stuff down and uh, and see if you can apply some of these things in your life and see if it works. Um, so, Christy, uh, for people who want to reach out to you and, and get some help from you, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. They can find me at my website. It's whitelightorganizing.com. Um, very easy to find. White like the color, light like the sun, I like to say, and organizing. Um, you can also reach me via email, which is just whitelightorganizing at gmail.com. That's fantastic. And I appreciate you being here and sharing all these wonderful um, tips. And, and uh, you know, I thank you. And I would love to have you back on again. And, and so we can figure out how we can do certain things. Maybe we can conquer one project at a time together on the air and try to walk Absolutely. people through some of the things. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah, we can do thank that. Thank you definitely. so much. I really appreciate you oh, having me on. Oh, I appreciate you. I really do appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time and and uh, you know being here. So, um, thank you. We're gonna, yes. So um, we're gonna wrap up this show. As I mentioned, you know, you can go to on uh, www dot um, white light organizing. Right? Did I say it right? White yes, light organizing dot com. And and, and uh, you can find out all the information that you need about Christy and how you can get in touch with her. She is in a tri-state area. Um, she covers all the area here in, in, in the East Coast. So if you are local, and I think she travels to New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, correct? Yes. Okay. So, of course, and she said you can reach her also by email, by uh, sending her an email at whitelightorganizing at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always contact me if you want more information about Christy by going to my website at www.coachingbyria.com or yourlifenow.info. Um, so today I want to share my today's word. And I had mentioned this on, on Facebook today. And, again, I wanted to ask you know all the listeners to make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. Connect with me. I'm always I'm everywhere that you you can imagine. So I'm easy to get a hold of. You can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, on Google+. You know, just send me a friend request. 
to connect with me anywhere that you want to and tell me if I can help you, I can be in service to you. But today's word, today's word is awareness. You know me, I'm all about the present moment. I'm the queen of now. So awareness. So what I would like you to do and practice this if you can for a couple of days and see if this helps you. Today, stop what you're doing for at least one minute and bring your awareness to that moment. Observe how you feel. Observe yourself. Observe how you feel and what thoughts come to your mind. By doing this simple exercise, what you're doing is you're bringing yourself to this present moment and you've taken a step to awareness. So with all that being said, my friend, till next time, stay amazing just the way you are. And remember, you know, you are amazing and you deserve to be happy and and question everything and just, you know, learn something new every single day and see how you can apply it in your life. Christy shared a lot of great information on the show today. So I do encourage you again to go and listen to to um, to her um, tips again, write them down and see if they can help you. So until next time. We'll talk to you next week. Stay amazing. Bye-bye. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com, and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.